Don't you hate it when you're bit by a radioactive spider? You wrestle Randy Savage, your uncle dies, and then you're constantly yelled at by J.K. Simmons to keep rhythm. Don't forget about the clones! What? Huh? Uh, the clones. This is the lamest guy to the multiverse. <laughs>
But we've arguably had it. Homecoming was better than those. Well, movies. yeah, I, I, you do got to give the original films props for being pioneers. Absolutely, will not take that away. Because because here, here's here's the thing: the other mainline comic book movies that I'm aware of, like not, time. A, not not even around that time. I mean, think think what, what mainline comic book movies did it, like Blade and Men in Black? I don't count because I didn't know about them being comic books till long after I saw the movies. Right, that's fair. There are people who still don't. I knew Blade. Yeah. Uh, for God, most I knew but Blade. but what other comic book movie like mainstream comic book ni- movies were there in the nineties? The yeah. only ones I could think of are those horrible direct to VHS ones, uh, the Fantastic Four and the Captain America. Well, they movie. definitely did. Oh, those were back in the eighties. No, those, those were nineteen ninety four Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Yeah. that never yeah. actually yeah. came out. Also, they finished it. And never released it. Yeah, Schumacher. That's oh, right. the Schumacher Batmans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, but oh, how dare us forget about Batman Forever? Because you because <laughs> oh, you tried to. because you tried to. Excuse Dude. you, Kiss Did... from Kiss from a Rose is amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're I, not I, wrong. What happened to that guy's career? His voice was so good. Thought, he sleeps I, with Heidi Klum. Not anymore. anymore. Oh wait, that's divorced. right. They got divorced. She was banging the the, the security guard. The security guard. The, the, the bodyguard. The personal trainer. He's all of them. He's all of them. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, but... I all the hats. Well, and okay. a Batman mask and a Spider-Man mask. Okay. He's from a scab <laughs> on the grave. <laughs> okay, but 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 those but those but that but, but, but the Batman movies they're they're really but, 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 no the that Batman almost... movies are really excuses to sell toys. Yeah, yeah. From the nineties. Yeah. Which was is the okay. first one though? Really? Can we say that? No. No, no. no but that was the eighties. But okay, the second the 80s. one was. You want to get nuts? Isn't the second one where... No, no, I'm sorry. It was the third one where they had the Batmobile that split into three pieces. So it gets no, no, that was, that was Returns. That was... Yeah, that was two. That was Returns. The one where it splits in the middle so it could fit down the alley? That's two. I just remember having that toy. I wanted it that toy. It was the best. <laughs> I wanted that damn yeah, toy. To, to be fair, at least Batman Returns, um, it wasn't made to sell toys. But they definitely were like, we could turn this shit into toys. Well, well, that, well that's why. Well, that's why uh, uh, Forever and uh, Batman and Robin came out the way they did because oh, yeah. somebody came back. Uh, I, th- I think it was McDonald's that started it because mm-hmm. they were selling toys oh. based on it, and all these parents were, like pissed off. Like, wait, I can't show this movie to my kids. Batman Forever had the the I have the mugs. The I, mug. still have I, still have I still have one. I still have one. I think it. I still have one. I have it. Yep. I have it. Yep. That's my favorite uh, whiskey oh, drink. A, oh, oh man. I will say this though, arguably going back to Spider-Man though. Yes. Spider-Man Let's get back to Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my god! Before this turns, this evolves into bat nipples and uh, and, oh, and, and freaking uh, what's his uh, Two Face playing the Joker. No, Jim, Jim Carrey's portrayal uh, as the as the Riddler. The Batman toy, the Batman toys. See what you guys do to me? Yeah. The Spider-Man toys are arguably some of the most articulated toys. Oh, yeah. Bendable, flexible Spider-Man. Right, because he, he's supposed to have the agility of a spider. Yeah, he does whatever a spider And it's hard to do that with four points of articulation. Exactly. <laughs> like they put so much articulation into the toys for Spider-Man that I feel like it also created like a slight renaissance in the toy market where now you've got figures that actually are able to have... Yeah. A lot of wrong. points of articulation. Do you think I've forgotten the first eighteen point articulation Spider-Man figure? Oh my god! Yeah, the bendable, flexible Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Where they, uh, where they had the bungee like they did the old GI Joe toys. Yes. Uh, yes. I want to yeah. say that his fingers were even articulated. I'm actually thinking there's one who had the. Yeah. the, you could do the I'm little... actually thinking either of the one before that or the one after that because I don't recall that one. But was the one, it was one from the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah, yeah, that's what this one was. Yeah. From. Uh, he didn't have a bungee cord. He did. No, he didn't have a. No, oh, oh, yeah. He did yeah, have. Yeah. A, he had like a web missile launcher in one of his wrists. I think I had. Those. I I know which one you're talking mm, about too. But yeah. the thing is, is like 
both of his wrists could flex up and down. No, the metal flexible fingers. Well, yeah. In yeah. between, he had uh, pivotal joints at two points in the abdomen. So you yeah, could, they're like, saying. Curve they're him saying. Uh, from what I'm looking up online right now, they have ones that have 67 points of articulation. Wow. Gee, what? Actually, you know. Actually, you know what toy I think. Uh, brought the articulation game to a whole nother level was the uh, the first generation of the Power Ranger figures we got in the states. Those yeah. were so good. The sixteen inch Those ones were so good. Are you talking about the ones that like from the movie where you have to like you squeeze your legs? That no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Those were that. awesome too. Fuck yeah, they were awesome. The, no, the <laughs> very the very first ones. They only they only had sixteen inch. Ones. I know what you're talking. The, 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 they, they were big yeah, and you could move their fingers. fingers. That was yeah. a big fucking deal. Yeah, they were so hard to find. I yeah, know. they were. And if you had all of them, I had. Of course you did. You had everything. Yeah. My parents spoiled me when it came to my toys. I'll, give you, I'll, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, my parents did the same you, because uh, from ages zero to seven, I was dirt poor, and then my parents made it to upper middle class, and so they decided to make up to me whatever they felt like they had deprived me of in years prior. So, so what you're telling me is that you started from the bottom, now you're here. <laughs> Why? Why? Wait. So I'm back to the bottom. <laughs> But both. Is, 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 is that a joke over the fact that we're recording in my basement? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Take it that way. So that that goes to this whole Spider-Man thing, where now we've hit the point where there is the the just the, how much toys there are. Kids will automatically recognize a Spider-Man toy without having seen an episode of a TV show, mm-hmm. having read a single comic, watched the movie. You've seen a, you've seen a commercial with them. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, look at that. But that's, like, but, that's Jeffrey Spider-Man. See, but that was the thing though about. Like growing up in the '90s, because I think my introduction to Spider-Man was the Spider-Man game Cartier. on Genesis. Oh, which one? Oh, the the very oh, first. Oh, that one. game was so good. Which one are we talking the, about? The Sega Genesis. Spider-Man. I am the odd man out. I don't there remember that one. The, yeah, I don't remember no, any no, of the no, Spider-Man. No, no, no. D- depends Genesis. which ones you want to count. There was the Amazing Spider-Man, which uh, I think. Blue Sky developed, I think it was. Is I, that the I, one that was on the the the, the, Nets, the Nintendo Entertainment? No, you're talking no. about the one though where you you're talking had about Maximum t- Carnage. Or separate no, 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 I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. No, no, Maximum Carnage was Genesis. Genesis. Okay. Nintendo. Oh, no, no, okay. Maximum Carnage was released to everything. Game I, okay. Gear, fair enough. Game but you're Boy. talking about the one before that where you had to take photos to get money to buy a new web fluid. Oh yes, Sandman was a boss. I have no idea where you would kick the fire hydrant to wash him out. That's the 1995 Spider-Man. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the, the 1994 oh, for, the, for the people who are who are listening to us while I'm showing this, uh, I've just pulled up a picture. It is the Sega Genesis version of the 1995 Spider-Man that was based on the cartoon. animated cartoon. Mm. See, see the yeah. thing the thing that makes it different though is that what I'm talking about is the I think that one is the, the original game. one is called the Amazing Spider-Man. Here, the Amazing Spider-Man versus Kingpin. That's it. That's it. That game was so good. Um, it's a side know, scroll. You know what's funny about it? I, I hated it, it because I kept on running out of web fluid. <laughs> yeah, because you had to take photos to get the bunny. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, I, just, I just wanted to be Spider-Man this, wreck people. I've been playing Spider-Man games since they have existed. Literally, since Nintendo on up. Uh, I would put that game, the Sega Genesis game, as the third best Spider-Man game of all time. I think so. I don't think I've ever played it. But, um, yeah, no, the... But, well... That was my introduction, and that's how I learned about the tropes of Spider-Man. Like, like he has uh, only a limited amount of web fluid. Um, you know the whole spider sense thing. Um, 
I think it's a great limitation for a hero. It's like your main form of transportation is on a limited supply. What happens when you run out? Oh no, I'm falling! Oh, no, I'm fucking useless! <laughs> oh, I can't man. do whatever Splinter can. Well, he'd be pretty freaking broke if he had unlimited supply. Well, yeah. he did at one point when well, he was, uh, when he had his organic Why do he is so fluids? broke all yeah. the time? He should be. He should be. <laughs> but he is. Okay, uh, let's clarify. We're talking okay. broke as in broke with money and broke as in a he has broken <laughs> he's, abilities. He's, that he's too powerful. He's, he's, he's the silver he's skeeter. Oh, you oh. guys were talking about abilities. I was talking about, no, Peter Parker's always just broke. <laughs> Which makes no <laughs> However, sense. However, recently... Dan Slott, Dan, again, Dan Slott is the writer who has kind of modernized him a little bit. Parker Industries. Parker Industries. Oh, okay, okay. We're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of jumping I'm, Everybody's I'm, a genius. Everybody's got a tech company. I'm pretty yeah. sure I have I'm, a tech company. I'm in 1992. Like, you guys are talking about This is a tech company, guys. <laughs> this is a tech company. Little you guys know. Oh, my God. LGTTM. <laughs> Corporations. LLC. Google, LLC. you're on notice. <laughs> you're coming. We're coming for you, Bing. All right, so I feel like we should probably give a small, kind of like quick a small baseline of what we know regarding Spider-Man's origin because it's just kind of a necessity. Okay, so... He Uncle stu- he's- died, he feels bad. Well, more yeah, to it than there that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, there's much more to it, obviously, but everybody already knows it, though. Everybody knows. Like, have you seen uh, any five of the seven movies? Any one of those five? Like... I feel like you're giving Amazing Spider-Man 2 doesn't go over his origin. Bam! (laughs) Yeah. And it's Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Homecoming. They don't do his origin because we all know it. But it took them how many movies before that to realize you do not need to retell us the origin. Well, well, I mean, his origin isn't like that extraordinary. It's a radioactive spider. He gets bit. He becomes Spider-Man. You could literally tell that in like the opening crawl. I literally just told you in 30 seconds. No, no, I know. Less than that. But like I'm saying, if they were going to do it again... You could do it in like the opening crawl where like like Marvel now has like they're going through the comic book pages yeah. to then hit like the Marvel Studios thing. You could just do it there. Panel yeah. one, spider bite. Panel two, dead pants. Ah, spider, sp- uh, panel three, uh, like, oh, Deadpool. I have powers. It like shows him his room. Panel four, him being selfish. Panel five, him wrestling. Panel six, uh, him letting the uh, thief run by. Panel seven, no, Uncle Ben! <laughs> panel eight, with great power, blah, blah, blah. Great Panel 9, yep. Spider-Man pose. Heroic. In front of the American flag. That is yeah. one page. That is actually less, <laughs> that is less, that is less panels than how many movies he technically has. Yeah. I just counted it. It's actually up in the teens. Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. Arguably as old as he is. But, I mean, but like the things that never, <laughs> the things that never change though with Spider-Man is that he's always been from Queens. That, that's always like a big thing. That is? Uh, he's always got J. Jonah Jameson. Um, that beautiful. He's always life. killed Gwen Stacy. I... <laughs> we uh, more about Gwen That's later. That's not always true. More about Gwen later. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, gentlemen. Oh, don't even, don't even. Um, okay, so so he's got that. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, he's always been kind of nerdy. He's always been pretty smart, like genius level smart. Yeah, more than pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not Reed Richards, but but he, he's, he's also smart. not Tony Stark. Yeah, but, but the thing is. He might. He's still smarter than like real yeah. life super genius. He's he's, but he's way quirkier. Well, like like he's always got. Is like, he? Well, <laughs> well, no. He's always got like a good quips. He's always he's always quick on it. He's always good with the comebacks. And oh yeah, stuff. he's quippier. Is he quirkier? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, quippier, quippier, quippier. Wrong yes. word. Quip. Say quip again. Quip, 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 quip. Oh Jesus! It's closer quip. to quisp. 
Why are you um, saying Quip? <laughs> there's Oscorp. There's always Oscorp. Well, I mean, um, that's because his one of his biggest villains is Norman Osborn. Yeah, well, the AKA the, the Green dynamic, Goblin. Yeah. AKA uh, Carnage Goblin. Or whatever. Carnage I always Goblin thought his name or... was Jason Oscorp. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Oscorp. <laughs> what if What if uh, he wanted to make like a heavy metal band? It's like, no, we're not hardcore. We're Oscorp. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> He makes an entire death metal album about killing uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man. Goblin metal. Entire genre. Metal. Goblin metal, yes. <laughs> goblin metal. <laughs> and is that a thing? It has to be. Spoiler Norman Osborn's Green Goblin. How dare you? And, then, and yeah, other than that, though, the only other thing I could think of that all the movies and television shows have in common is he has a stint as a professional wrestler. Yeah. The, okay, um, we're not getting started on the professional wrestling Please. Thing. We're not doing it. We're, not, we're not going there. We are not. We are not uh, talking about the fact that he fought no, no. Randy Savage. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Bones. Okay. <laughs> Let's actually take that profound moment of willpower and channel it into ignoring Bonesaw, and let's focus it into asking what was his finisher move. Bonesaw's finishing move no. or Spider Man's? No, no. Move? We're ignoring Bonesaw with every fiber of our being, even though it's fighting against it. I can't do it. I'm, what, I'm, is, what is, is Spider Man's? I'm going. To, I'm going you to get say a it. finisher. Chair shot off the top. Let's every wrestler's <laughs> a finisher, Paulo. I mean, listen. Please don't tell me it was that lame-ass Superman punch that Roman Reigns has. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Yeah. Very quickly, what would be Spider-Man's finisher? Probably something to do with him, like, rebounding off of uh, the ropes and, like, yeah. drop-kicking somebody. Yeah, so, okay. Spider so thing? Either as something like... That, you could call it that. The Maximum spider slider. No, no. His, 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 his finisher is just Maximum Spider from the other uh, Marvel fighting games. Yes. Yeah, that wouldn't would, give would. away his identity. Not at all. No, not a little bit. <laughs> um, no, what I think. job. And like, uh, oh, your Maximum Spider screwed me over for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's the I power mean, that, of the Maximum Spider, brother. But honestly, that is something I wanted to jump into was the, the, the Marvel, uh, the, or the, I should say the Capcom Marvel fighting games. Yes. Oh, oh no, yeah. we will. But before that, that, I was going to say, uh, his actual wrestling move, you know the uh, Billy Kidman 420 uh, reverse moonsault? The Shooting Star Press is what you're, you're talking Thank about. Thank you. Uh, he would do like some kind of like nine eighty. <laughs> like, wow! He would manage to just like quintuple flip in every direction. I don't remember that in any of the movies. <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't it in any of the movies? <laughs> yeah, Doug. Well, okay. First off, <laughs> Doug, that movie's direct... copyrighted. Why didn't you direct the first three Spider-Man movies, Doug? Seriously, I would have watched that. Yeah, Doug, I would have done a better job. <laughs> hey, hey, I like Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam, Sam, Sam Raimi's great. You he, were just saying how great Sam Raimi was. Now you're saying no. he would have done a better job. No, I, I, I said was, no. I was the one going on about Sam yeah, Raimi. Yeah, he was. Oh, right. that's right. I'm what, sorry. Yeah, I'm, correct, I'm, I'm the What I said was Spider-Man Two holds up. He's the one all being Sam Raimi defensive. Uh, first off, I would have never cast Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I think Tobey Maguire worked as Spider-Man because I felt he was much closer to the Spider-Man from the cartoon because the Spider-Man of the cartoon looked like he was like in his mid-30s. <laughs> also, Spider-Man for the cartoon was thick. Yes. Just saying. He, he was. And yeah. also, he was in college in the cartoon. That's true, yeah. But I mean, you could be in college in your 30s. Well, yeah. You can be in college at hey, time. But you can't be in high school 30s. in your 30s. Otherwise, yeah. you're a weirdo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just love that the Spider-Man cartoon crossed over with the X-Men once in a while. They did. They I had did. forgotten them. Every once that. in a while they did. That. And they and then they crossed over with the Fantastic Four once in a while too. Uh Spider the Spider Man cartoon from the nineties did an entire like Secret Wars uh Did it? That's yeah. right, it did, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Spider Man was like the focal point where all the cartoons from the different networks would meet up now oh, and then. Yep. 
But anyway, like speaking of Secret Wars and all that stuff, I mean, but you know, again, yeah. I never really dove too deep into many of the comic books. I read the, the Spider Verse and your guys' recommendation from the first episode. What did you think, by the way, Spider Verse? Um, I read Into the Spider Verse, the 2014 one, and then I think Edge of the Spider Verse, which I think was tied to Secret Wars. Uh-huh. Um, then there's the third one where some of the characters, like I think uh, Penny Parker, gets introduced. Yeah, they have a bunch of like random other adventures afterwards. Yeah, I I actually really liked it. Um, I actually, I really wish the original Spider Verse was a bit longer because I felt they got even silly. They got really silly with the alternate universe ones. Like, like they at did. one point, the 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 bad guy in I forget who it was. Some Morlan Mor- Mor- and, and his family. I have no idea who he was. Yeah, well, they introduced him um, in the storyline that gave him organic webbing in the comic books for the first time ever. Ah. The other. But but I was again like I thought it was like hilarious. Sorry, I just like, have to add that. Like, no, that was fine. Like he goes into the multiverse where um, he fights the uh, the Marvel versus Capcom Spider Man. That's fine. And he beats him in like That's one funny. blow. That's Wait, I read that storyline. How do I not remember that? Yeah, that happened in that. Uh, there was one. Where... Paulo, pull that up. <laughs> and and then there was one where um, oh god, it was a three panel like uh, like kind of like in the store in the storyline of a Sunday funny. Uh, panel oh, that's where fantastic. where like he try he like advances the plot one panel <laughs> and, then it, and then it gets to the cliffhanger and then the next then the next line is it picking up where they left off and then once they're caught up the next panel they advance it like two more lines that's amazing and then it ended on a cliffhanger and then at one point <laughs> he goes back to like the spider master that's like showing him all the inter- intricacies he's like I can't work like this <laughs> <laughs> well you're saying you were saying yeah. just like time out it's a panel. Yeah, it's all, what, it uh, is a real panel right there. <laughs> what? Yeah, Earth uh, th- uh, 3847. Oh, that's fantastic. That it's amazing. And I love how it ends where like the kid uh, is staring at the arcade machine going like, what the hell? Somebody just grabbed my face. <laughs> so, so I was looking at it like he has no idea what to do. He's... So we, we, we've got Paulo uh, fact-checking for this, this particular episode. We're yeah. all about it right now. Yeah, no, here. It's a small panel. All right, so it's just literally... So what they did was in, in these, these issues... They have like little clips of like how the family goes out and goes to kill these random Spider-Men from different other uh, universes. And Dan Slott wrote a bunch of these weird ones. And one of them is just Morlin, the villain who is like this uh, animal vampire, spirit vampire kind of deal thing. He is a spirit vampire of totemic spirits. What does that mean? Um... Some characters are basically uh, chosen as the aspect of the totem of a certain animal. Okay. Yes. Um, and Peter Parker is the totem of the spider. Oh, go figure. Right. Well, it's not, It's like I said, it's not a canon, so to speak, yeah, whereas it's it, just it, it, it is technically canon, it is but technically it, it's, it's left vague. Yeah. So basically, they're saying that he has scientific and a mystic origin. In, in either case, there you go. That's the first panel from it where he starts to fight him. That's yeah, he, and, yes. he, and he does the Maximum Spider. Which yeah. actually had, says Maximum Spider yes. in yeah. the panel. Oh, yes. Any spider staying in a web ball. Because yeah, if you had any doubt, it was Marvel versus Capcom. He's throwing those phrases That's out. Nice. Yeah, I had never seen that, and I'm blown away. Yeah. No, like no. I said, I loved the first uh, Spider-Verse one because it went really silly with the concepts. Mm-hmm. Edge of the Spider-Verse was, was kind of cool because it tried to keep it coherent. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw my glasses because I'm, I'm scrolling through some of these now. Morlin kills the hostess 
version of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> did he never get his cream fruit cakes? No, he did not. Wait, wait, the host no. of Spider-Man? Yes. That's what that yes. was? Host, host is Tasty Cakes. Host is Tasty Cakes Spider-Man on panel. <laughs> just killed him. Wait, wait, wait. wait so Spider-Man once was actually... Uh, like had a time with Hostess. I want no, to say no, that there was every a bunch every of hero did. Yeah. Really, like they were in ads in the what? middle of comic books. They would be like one or two shoe ad, one or two page ads. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they would have a little storyline where some crazy made up supervillain would like steal all the Hostess cakes from a picnic. Yeah. to make some kind of moral lesson as a supervillain. And Spider Man or Captain America or Hulk. whoever would show up, or... and they would stop him, and they'd be like, like Hulk would be like. Hulk can't keep, you know, the t- deliciousness of Hostess Tasty Cakes to himself. <laughs> this this panel is pretty amazing, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I have to describe it. it. Okay, so Spider-Man is running late for, to for, bring, for, bring for, these delicious... What comes off most striking is that um, the, the colors they pick, they contrast a lot. It's very sharp reds, very sharp blues. Well, they're also they're, yeah. they're the same as the comic panels we would yeah. have gotten well, them. So that's yeah. well, that, right, that right. They were actually inked. Right. Well, I'm just pointing that out because you know I'm used to the yeah. more modern ty- yeah, kinds of Spider-Man. Colors. Right, right. Where it's more gradients. Where so it's more yeah. To kind of give a give a small summary on, on what I'm looking at, Spider-Man is running late to get to MJ on a date, and he's bringing flowers. And Hostess Tasty Cakes with him. Uh, Moreland shows up, punches the building he's on. Spider-Man falls off the building. And he's like, what's your problem, man? And he's like, oh, Moreland, I'm here to kill you. And Spider-Man throws the Hostess Cakes on him and says, yeah, why don't you feast on these? And you just see him throw the cakes. (laughs) (laughs) He actually, Moreland grabs him by the neck and goes, I can only be satiated by your soul or some (laughs) stupid thing like that and kills him. I'm really, I'm really sad that Moreland didn't kill uh, that particular Spider-Man by shoving Twinkies just down his throat. He actually <laughs> says, the, the ending panel of this is, what a sweet and succulent soul you have, the greatest snack of all. Oh my god. <laughs> After Ed said the thing about him shoving hostess, all I could think of is that uh, that thing of Deadpool. Uh, I keep seeing this panel where he's like shoving hamburgers into like vegetarians' mouths yes, or something like that. Jesus. Yeah. Yes, well, no. So going back to this is this is the popularity of this character, uh, and 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 over all of this stuff is you have a character that you can shill everything with. Yeah, like he's yeah. shilled everything. They even did this in the the the. If you guys have seen the trailer for the Into the Spider Verse movie, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, they talk about the fact that the Peter Parker, the main Peter Parker of that that mm-hmm. where that movie takes place from, he has cereal. He has a uh, comic book. He has a pretty okay um, ice cream pop. Probably has a spider buggy, too. That's a real thing. I know. I thought that was just a toy. No, it's a real thing. Wow. Yeah, no, Spider-Man has a spider mobile. Spider buggy, whatever they call it. Why does he need it? He can swing yeah. around. That, like, 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 yeah, I like, s- like, what do I rather do? Sit around in fucking Manhattan traffic or swing around? You yeah, I was going to say, like, that spider buggy, like, if he That's ever true. went outside of NYC, went to, like, you know, rural New York, that'd be very handy because that'd probably be faster than he could swing. Uh, between NYC traffic and NYC skyscrapers, there's no way driving is just call it over. I'm just actually no. That reminded me. There was an episode of the um, the newer. T- bless you. Thank you. 
the newer TV show. Um, which one was that? Uh, which one was oh, it? Oh, the one on Disney XD. Yeah, Ultimate Ultimate Spider Man on yeah. Disney XD. I saw some. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah, it's not bad. It's actually spectacular. Is better. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Seen couldn't tell you. Goes, I couldn't tell you. Regardless, he gets a spider bike in the cartoon. Spider bike. Yes, it is a motorcycle <laughs> that actually can shoot out webs like and an ride the webs. I'm a little sad. So he's biking not... by a radioactive spider. Yeah. Or... <laughs> I'm just sad that he wasn't. Uh, uh, you know, it was actually like a, 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 a like pedals or anything. Well, one of the things. One of the things that we probably should go over is the fact that so we all know he's got webbing. That that we all know. Sure. Now Wait, we what? have webbing. What what is this? What what is webbing? Where is this going? Where is this going? The difference between organic and mechanical webbing that he gets. Yeah, because that, that's a, that's kind of something I'm kind of think we should point at is that um, you know we are, like people like me. Uh, I know a lot about the character from like the TV and comic books, and even that's not uh, not TV, TV and movies. Uh, even that's not consistent where he gets his his webbing from. Like right. uh, he makes it. Well, in the television show, yeah, he makes it. Either. In the um, in the um, uh, Tobey Maguire's, it's organic. Mm -hmm. In Homecoming, I don't. It wasn't. It was mechanical. Yeah. Mechanical. Yes. Yeah. Tony Stark gives him upgraded version. By the way, yes. I heard uh, when you said uh, TV and comic, like somehow I just heard uh, deviant. Oh jeez, no. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I've only seen the deviant webbing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. oh. Is that, like, is yeah, that the like stuff the, on deviant uh, art. Sexier cousin of the, of the, of the dark web. My I, word, oh but um, my. no, but I mean, like, so, like, what, what are some things that you could think of where you know, excluding the Spider Verse stuff, like, wh where does the comics uh, differ from like the mainline uh, television shows and movies? So, with regards to webbing, no, with regards with everything, like, anything, oh. like, I don't know, maybe in one of the comic books, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, you know, doesn't want to get, you know, kill Spider Man or something. I don't know. That was a what if. No, yeah, no longer a what if. Yeah. Currently. He is uh, an ally of Spider-Man, currently. He, he Oh, I knew he was when Otto Octavius was doing the Superior Spider-Man run, but I did not know that had followed into the post-Superior. He actually knows that Peter is Spider-Man now. Oh! J. Jonah knows yeah. that Peter is Spider-Man I have Spider not kept now. up. Uh, Superior Spider-Man is actually the last storyline in Spider-Man I've read in quite a while. I need to catch up a bit. Um, for those Superior Spider-Man is really good. Yeah, for those really that don't is. know, uh, Superior Spider-Man is uh, Doctor Ock is now Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. hold on. Was, we need to. There's a little bit more to that. Yeah, so it, there, there, is. there is that that Doctor Octavius has transferred his uh, brainwaves, his consciousness, his yeah. consciousness into the body of Peter Parker, but also has all of Parker's memories, experiences, and feelings, which is oh. the reason that he took on the role of becoming the superior Spider-Man. Right. So even though he has all of his arrogance and superiority and kind of megalomaniacalness of his villain self, he mm -hmm. still had a, a, a sense of responsibility and an obligation to do good. Where, where's Peter's Parker's conscious during this? Uh, it is in... Still in his... Yeah, still I was going to say, yeah. it, it, yes, but originally it was in uh, they, Dr. Octopus's now-dead corpse. <laughs> yes. Well, no, so, okay. <laughs> oh. so, they, so at one point... All right, so just to kind of go into the story, and I know this is one of those really weird ones. Um, it is, but it's so good. The, uh, Dr. Octopus at this point is 
riddled with cancer. He mm-hmm. literally just moves around using his his brain to yeah. move the, the botanical tentacles. arms. The he tentacles. looks like a mummy with Doctor Octopus tentacles. Yes. Whoa. Um, and though there, he has a climactic battle with Spider-Man where he's able to switch their consciousness. So he switches. Peter Parker's consciousness into his dying body mm-hmm. and he switches his consciousness into Peter's body. Mm-hmm. And then Peter tries one last big fight again to do the whole switcheroo. Yeah. Doesn't work. Ooh. Yeah. Fails. Technically, Peter Parker dies. Yeah, he did. The consciousness of Peter Parker dies. However, again. The, yes, again. However, there was like a mishap in the consciousness transfer mm-hmm. and a large portion of peter's consciousness remained it within his mm-hmm. um within the the body, yeah. the body. Yeah. but even without that though um that didn't actually come up immediately um, it didn't come up till the end of the run yeah 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 because I mean, they needed to write it themselves out exactly of but they still <laughs> they still had uh, it's not a bad thing they, they still had ox personality change quite a bit though because he was still suddenly flooded with every memory experience emotion and that's right uh <laughs> trauma that peter parker had ever gone through so he was no longer Otto. He was like Otto. He was Peter and Otto. Like he was, uh, which has blue. actually, which has actually remained actually. So once, yeah. um, I'm not sure. He's now the superior octopus. And yeah, they're going to be, they're gonna be just turning him back into the superior Spider-Man. That's what huh. they're doing. That's 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 which was actually a really great run. It you know, was. If, if a you good have run, not read I it, I really do recommend rec- it. I recommend you, it. You know very what this sounds well. like? You know this. Remember that book, Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Animorphs. Matt. Which one? There are 33 of them. No, no, because like, I, I don't know. No, it was it was this <laughs> it was this it, it was like it came out. It was like the the hype book after like uh, Goosebumps when I was like in middle school, mm-hmm. and the whole shtick was uh, it was these kids they get this alien ability if they touch an animal, any animal for a period of time. You mean how Pitbull can transform into an actual Pitbull? <gasps> oh, I'm Wait, pretty what? sure that's real. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, it's not real. Oh, there are Mr. memes. Worldwide could totally turn into a pitbull. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm confused. There are memes. There are no, memes. No, 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 no. I, 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 I have seen yeah. pitbull on TV. Are you trying to tell me he's not actually a dog? Doug's <laughs> <laughs> face right now. All right, no, no, no. No, no one's no. trying to say that, Doug. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, yeah, no, no. Because no, 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 the whole shtick of that book was that these kids they touch the animals and then um, they can they can turn into them, but for only like I think two hours or so they stay as that animal. And then the other shtick was was that um, they have to fight the animal's consciousness. While they're doing it, that's amazing. Imagine having to fight the consciousness of like a praying mantis. Oh, I could totally choke out the consciousness of a jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> but like, go. But like, jaguar that was the thing, like, because like, yeah, because like some of the animals, I think like one of the kids, like, I, I forget. How like, hard is it to trick something whose only feelings are live or die? Well, that, that, was, that was the How thing. How dare you? Animals have more feelings than that. Yeah, they, they, they have like four more feelings. Exactly. But, 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 that, but that was the thing. They get but, hungry. <laughs> yeah, but but that was, but that was the thing though, and and that was like their whole shtick was that they had to figure out ways to overcome the animal subconsciousness, and it kind of sounds like what Otto has to do with you know an inner Peter Parker who yeah. is kind of like he was like, con- kind of like a goody two shoes. He was actually constantly fighting his influence, but he wasn't basically saying shut up, what you're saying is wrong. It's more like shut up, I know that I can do it better than you. 
Ah. So what you're telling me—that's why he called himself the Superior Spider-Man. That's right. He, he said about his entire thing, he's like, "I'm going to be Spider-Man." Over, yeah, I'm going to take over. Par- I'm going to take over Parker's life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to be a better Spider-Man than he ever was. I'm going nice. to be a better Spider-Man. I'm going to be better, better photographer. I'm going to bang Mary what? Jane. Better no, <laughs> he falls in love with the midget. He does. A uh, little person. Excuse you. <laughs> Uh, also, yes. But actually, one of my favorite moments in that was when he realizes, because he's been in Peter's body for, I think, like a month at this point. And... Phrasing Joel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, somebody, somebody, somebody calls Peter. him... Mm. Somebody... Oh, God damn it. No, but somebody calls him Mr. Parker, and he goes, Dr. Parker, excuse me, and the other guy's like... But you're not a doctor. Oh, yeah, he's like... Are, are, are you like high, Parker? You're not a doctor. And suddenly, Octavius and Parker's body freezes, and he's like, wait a minute. Parker never even got a doctorate? <laughs> this will not stand. He's so mad. He is so triggered. He is so <laughs> mad so that he got a doctorate for Peter Parker in Peter Parker's body. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ah. Good job, idiot. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just imagining now, like all the all the people that are like trying to get a doctorate, but they don't have what it takes. Like if they ever get to a point where they could like we could switch consciousnesses. Yeah. And Can I just, just went and did it. Yeah. Like like think about it. like people Took pay a week was like eh. yeah. like people pay people thousands of dollars to like write their like exams yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that like yeah. imagine like hey i'll pay this guy you know two thousand bucks you know he gets my consciousness for a couple weeks and uh doctorate oh Time man to go too hard surgery with yeah, why is, new doctorate i why, got yeah. why is my crotch itchy <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think before break the one thing i want to say that uh, close this out was one of my favorite moments about that was okay so he goes on this mission he's like no i will not live my life without being a doctor so he goes through Peter Parker's body to get a doctorate, and he presents his doctoral thesis to a board of three doctors yeah. at his college. One of them was Doctor uh, Octavius's former partner. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And I remember. Uh-huh. I just remembered this. Yeah, guy. and the thing is, like is the whole time in his head, he's like, "This moron never understood my genius. He'll easily give me this doctorate." And uh, suddenly, this guy's like. Uh, this seems to be plagiarized from Dr. Octavius's work. <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> can, 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 can we talk outside for a second? Like, uh, I, I have something super secret to tell you, and I'll have thought of it by the time we get to the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a second. Hang on, That's actually fantastic. Didn't you say he only had his body for a month? No, no, no. I said uh, that he got his doctorate like after like a month. Yeah, he'd been in his body for about a month. Where the hell can he get a doctorate for a month besides like Phoenix University? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> comic book universes. Yeah. Like, like, what does Reed Richards have? 16 doctorates? How does Reed Richards have 16 doctorates? Explain that to me. Uh, Where did he have the time to get so 16? he went to school I believe, sat in class and he, he, he took some quizzes. I believe that Reed Richards <laughs> is literally uh, intelligent enough where people go... Uh, You're a doctor now. Here, here's this piece of No, paper. no. No, it's like when Richards goes, I think I'm a doctor now. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. It sounds about right. Like Richard, like my favorite Richard moment. Man, Ray Richard's the uh, the from the Fantastic Four, yeah. right, Mister Fantastic? Okay. Uh, like I, I'm, I hate tangenting away from topic, but this is still my favorite Reed Richards moment ever because it's him being a snotty dick without him even realizing it. Oh boy. Okay, so Reed Richards is the smartest person in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hank Pym is probably the third smartest, maybe second even. Yeah. Um, and Reed Richards finds this biological space probe uh-huh. in space, obviously. Whoa! <gasps> what? I know. My so, God. Uh, he starts researching Great it, Scott. and he invites Hank Pym, yeah. who is Ant-Man, if you don't know, listeners, uh, to uh, study it with him. And uh, so they're on a spaceship studying the cocoon slash probe. Mm-hmm. And Hank's like, Reed, I really want to thank you for taking me in on this. Uh, you know, like, I really appreciate, uh, you know, the gesture. And Reed goes, Hank, of course. You're the world's foremost expert on, like, molecular biology. It would take me weeks to get to your level of expertise. <laughs> oh, that is the most ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking God. It would take me weeks to get <laughs> oh to your God. level. Yeah. Why don't you go stick to beating your wife, Hank? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not to not to oh, leave no. on a sourdough. No, so no I, I want to add. I want to add. No, go for going it. back to Spider Man and the, the. So at one point, yes, Spider Man. Peter Parker comes back. He gets his personality back. It becomes Spider Man again. Doesn't he literally just like the consciousness just takes over? No, it's this whole big thing, and we'll get into we, it. We will. Yeah, we should we finish will, it because we can finish that. Man. However, the story goes. So he gets into a fight and loses his costume. So he has to web himself up some underwear. Some underoos. Not you're... something. Not something that he wouldn't do normally. Uh, normally, you know, he has like a special like. Uh, yeah. He has something that he's able to like take it off. Like he's able to take off whatever stuck to him when he sticks his own webs to him. Otto changed his formula. Yeah, it didn't dissolve. As didn't quickly. dissolve as quickly anymore. So now he's stuck in an Avengers meeting, <laughs> wearing these nothing but spider underpants, like spider webbing underpants. Because, he's just webbing underoos. Yes, because oh, he can't, and has to explain to them, guys, uh, I wasn't myself for a little while. Um, just please don't judge me on this. That's you know, that's, that's another thing I always kind of wanted to touch on with, with Spider-Man, especially the Tobey Maguire movies. Okay. I think... Like spiders, they must have the ability to like sew amazingly because how the hell do you make a costume like that after getting bit after like two weeks? Well, we'll bring that up. How, when did, we how, come does, back, guys. how does he sew? He was already a cosplayer, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and right. with that, we need a break. We, yeah, we do we'll need a back, break. guys. Welcome to intermission. Ah, intermission. Let's see how many people listen to X Nay and Ombre. I get that reference. All right, because I'm probably going to forget to say this at the end. This track is called Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod. By IncomeTech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. CreativeCommons.org. Licensed by 3.0. Figured out to say that because I'm going to forget to do it at the end. Yeah. Ah, intermission. If we had money, I would totally take the funk music that was playing in Spider-Man 3 when he's uh, pointing at the chicks on the street. That would work so well here. 
like everything else in that movie. That movie was brilliant, despite what those three have to say. I don't care. They're not here right now. I can make my points be known. Deal with it. All right, let's get back to us arguing in my basement. guys and we're back with more hey. spider-man how are you hey so yeah so uh yeah we kind of dove, dove into uh some of the basic stuff i mean it's it's again it's it's not really uh he's not really well uh he's he's well known like, like some of the other uh heroes we've talked about so far um so i mean yeah so he's had a lot written about him uh seems like they've uh you know they've explored a lot of possibilities with him, and and really just a you know there really isn't any um, huge deviations the movies have made that the comics haven't. I would say uh, no, not at all. Uh, he is the most relatable superhero in the world, and debatably the most popular. He's indebatably one of the top three. I, I I would say that in the '90s he was the most popular. I would agree. Um, I mean. There's Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. That's how it works. Yeah. And Two DC guys and one Marvel guy. I don't take it that way, but if if you need that little victory polo... Uh, <laughs> that Warner Brothers dick is so firmly in his mouth. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, before the Spider- What's up, Doc? Before the, even the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, if I, if I went up to some random guy on the street and said, hey, name me one Marvel superhero that's not an X-Man... What Spider-Man. would they say? They would say Spider-Man. Maybe like you get the like odd Captain Captain America. Yeah, I almost said Captain. Yeah, you get the odd Captain America, but everyone else is Spider-Man. Iron Man didn't even get big until the movie. No, um, yeah, you're right. Robert Downey Jr. made Iron Man. Yeah, Iron, well, Iron Man had that cartoon which we love to debate about. Clang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he had that cartoon, and that was pretty much it yeah. as far as outside yeah, yeah, the no, no, really. You guys aren't wrong that like what brought Iron Man to prominence was that movie. Yeah, like he. Your, your average, or I should say your, your casual comic book reader, they probably knew who Iron Man was, just didn't, they, they just didn't care. Yeah. As opposed to Spider-Man, who has had, I believe, a consistent running comic strip since, 1990, since 1977. Yeah, I think you're right. Wow. I think they've been running that comic strip that runs just in the, co- Spider-Man, in, in, in the, the newspaper? actual newspaper. Yeah. Um, um, say, is that still running? Yeah, I think, I think so. Wow. Is Stan Lee still right? Because no. I know. No, no. Yeah, Stan, Stan Lee's like on his deathbed well, right that's now. That's true. Um, but there is. Nice. I am being nice. The dude's in his like mid to late nineties. The, 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 <laughs> the guy is in his mid to late dying. All right. He's not, <laughs> oh my god. Mid to late dying. It's just mean. No, no. But there and I don't remember if it was the Newsarama um, like newsletter that would come out. Like, like the, you like like your your local comic shop may or may not like give that to you for free if you're getting like X amount of comics. They'll mm-hmm. give you like the, the Newsarama mm-hmm. um, newsletter. Mm-hmm. There was like a backup thing for the the Marvel version of that where uh, Stanley was actually writing the comic strip, so it was one of those old school like funny page oh, things, yeah. but uh-huh. it was its own continuity. Oh, okay. So like a lot of the the kind of silly things that other cartoons might have tried to throw in was like uh, Sabretooth was Wolverine's brother, and like the two of them would get into like family spats and stuff. Mm. But Spider Man was usually the focal point of these things. All just right, you so. know, just like with you know your cousins at Thanksgiving when you tear each other's intestines up. Right. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you, you don't have Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, what, what do you think we eat? That's fair. That's fair. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, so, so Spider-Man is pretty much more or less, to an extent, from the 90s onwards, the face of Marvel. He was actually, even before then. 
Well, I was born in the 80s. No, so, no, I understand. But what I'm trying to tell you is that basically Spider-Man's been the face of Marvel since like the late 60s. I mm-hmm. would argue at some point... Because oh, I... I uh, I'm, I'm making all these these, these faces and noises because as a kid, like Marvel to me was just like Spider-Man and the X-Men. Yeah. In, in, in like 93, 94 as a kid. Well, because that... It was just them. That was another introduction I had to Spider-Man mm-hmm. was the like, video game Spider-Man and the X-Men. Yeah, where yeah. You're, like I knew, I, I knew of like Captain America and the Avengers yeah. and all this stuff and they're supposed to be big deals in the universe. Yeah. But... But as a kid in the 90s reading comics, it was just Spider-Man and the X-Men. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing like, is, is in the comic books themselves even... Uh, throughout yeah. the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, they kind of kept Marvel separated into almost three sub-universes. Yeah. There was the Mutant Universe, the Avengers Universe, and, and Spider-Man. the Spider-Man slash street-level hero universe. Yeah, because, I mean, like, until I really started sitting down and talking with you guys about comics, like, I didn't even know Spider-Man really crossed over with the mutants yeah. ever. Like, I, th- well, it I thought... It doesn't... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I thought that, like, you know, Avengers, Marvel, and, like, X-Men Marvel, I thought they were, like, two different things. Which, and, like, them crossing over is, like... You, you bringing that up, I just have the little tip of information. Spider-Man was never an Avenger until the Recently. Brian Michael Bendis run. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not officially. He was a reserve Avenger for a long time. He was a reserve Avenger, and I believe was also a reserve member of the Fantastic Four. He was an actual member. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, he was an actual member. He was an actual Fantastic. member. Yeah. There was, uh, uh, there was both of a... uh, the new Fantastic Four, which was Hulk Wolverine, uh... Hulk Wolverine, and Go- Hulk Wolverine right. Spider-Man, Ghost Rider. Right, thank you. We got a really cool look yeah, at Yeah, but no, no, suit. well before the Future Foundation even, he still served a temporary role as a replacement uh, for Johnny Storm, I think was I it? believe it was for yeah, a while. It was really he wore okay, so that's where a lot of people kind of get confused. He wore a costume that was a Fantastic Four onesie, like the same costume that the Fantastic Four wore with the black and the blue, but it had no shoes because the shoes he couldn't stick to the wall because the shoes, <laughs> and right. because he couldn't wear the mask, he wore a brown he, paper bag. He was the amazing bag man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, but like yeah, but again, like Spider-Man tying to continuity. Like I remember yeah. there was a yeah. Oh no no, I I would just to compound what you were saying, how, how you felt like everything was its own separate universe. Yeah. What Marvel would do with the comics, every like every book or every every kind of team or like little I guess corner of the universe had its mm. own separate editor, mm. which is why it felt that way. Oh okay. Um, okay. And it didn't help in the '90s when like Spider-Man was in full swing and just you know. It, ah, I see what you did there. That was around, around, that's Gang right because I keep forgetting that the X-Men had some really big storylines in the, the 90s. '90s that didn't affect the rest of the Marvel universe, right. even though they were. Like global scale, like Executioner Saga, Age of Apocalypse, yeah. all and that the, stuff happened. And the reasoning for that was is that the guy that eventually became like editor in chief at Marvel, not uh, before that. Oh. Um, and I, I forget who the guy was editing the X Men, but like I was just saying, each little mm-hmm. thing had its own editor. Yeah. The guy that was editing X Men became the editor in chief. Oh. oh. The problem is, he... is that he was still an X Men guy. Ah. And would be like, and I, I don't. I mean, it kind of makes sense to go a little pro wrestling here, but like he buried everybody else and was trying to push the X Men. I see, I see. No, I, and, and, you know, for me, I though... I thought uh, Joe Quesada was the first, like, editor-in-chief. I, I think he might have been the first one to get the name. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with who got what title at Marvel. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just remembering... Um, oh, God. You know what? I want to I get it. I want to get it. Get this it? Is, what are you getting? Uh, it? No, uh... Paulo gave this to me. It's it, Paulo. Yeah. You lent this to me about 10 years ago. Oh, oh shit. No. Here we go. Oh, my God. I completely forgot I gave this to you. I've given yeah. out three Matt, copies of that as gifts. So, 
Matt just went to his little area of comics. His cubbyhole. His cubbyhole of comics and pulled out a The Ultimates Volume 1. Because I remember in this comic, everyone was kind of like, oh man, what's going on? What's going on? Oh man, we're Spider-Man. And he shows up and everyone's like, yo. Wow. Paulo's flipping through. Yeah, I was going to say Paulo May. Yes, of course. I just, it's just been a long time yeah. since I've read I, The Ultimates. I, I just want to look at It's one the of art. those stories that just gets stuck in you and you forget to... Full, full disclosure, me and Paulo have a very long history of lending books to each other. And, and never for, giving them back. And never giving them, never back. Give them back. You can keep that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I've replaced it's, the copy it's, over. It's, it's been, what, 10 years now? <laughs> All right. uh, just, I just want to read a quote from a random page that I opened in The Ultimates Volume 1. Get away from Freddie Prince Jr., Betty. You're supposed to be Banner's girlfriend. <laughs> Hulk, Scene. Hulk, Hulk definitely does not like Freddie Prince Jr. Hulk hates Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> but no, okay. But actually, speaking of speaking of that, so that's one of those actual. <laughs> um, I feel like it was one of the first places where Marvel started to feel like a cohesive universe. Where all of a sudden the stuff that's happening in one book started affecting the stuff that was happening matter. in the other books. It mattered. Which is kind of funny because... Because there are mistakes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's funny because in the movies, uh, we're kind of in the opposite because uh, of the, the various uh, disputes. Because everybody knows Sony bought the rights to like Spider-Man uh, for the Tobey Maguire movies. Actually, I heard somewhere, um, uh, you know, Marvel's so... Desperate for money back yes. then, they mm -hmm. sold the rights to, to every, anything, anything, anything and everything. You no, know, what I heard was that uh, they sold Spider-Man rights for twenty million. Marvel said, "Look, we're so pressed for cash, we'll give you everything for 30 And Sony turned around and said, "No, we just want Spider-Man." And then I think Fox got their hands on X-Men and so on and so forth. And Fantastic Four. And yeah, and that, that's kind of a weird thing because you know, reading the Ultimates, which as you guys have previously stated, that that is what the uh, cinematic universe yeah. is basically built off of Spider-Man, which is freaking huge in that book. Yeah, and you mentioned the Ultimate Universe is probably the more familiar that a lot of people are with Spider-Man because they wrote him as a teenager, again. right? Yeah, as, 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 like, or I should say, they were to to, com to compound that they wrote him as a teenager in in a, in a modern two thousand two, exactly. Which which or two thousand or like, like whenever it came out, he was written as a modern teenager as opposed to right. you know, a yeah. teenager in the which 70s. is which is why I'm sitting here defending the Tobey Maguire yeah. Spider Man is because to me Spider Man is again my introduction to him uh, was thirty year old teenager. Yeah, him looking like a thirty-year-old, like <laughs> uncle, making making still the, in making, college, making the greatest crying faces. Yeah, like I. Well, no, I'm, just, I'm referring. Toby McGuire is just so emotional. Well, no, I'm referring to the cartoon where he looked like uh, he nah, was yeah, somebody's thirty-year-old uncle that was still that's in college. Yeah, that's that's, that's to me Spider-Man. Yeah. I will say uh, the Ultimates did reestablish him as a kid. He was fifteen, uh, just like he was when he was originally Spider-Man in the '60s. But in the mainstream continuity, he's been in his twenties since like. So he's in his 30s now. He's in his 30s. Yeah, I, I, oh, now I, he is. Yeah, I, I, so we're taking him 30 years. Yeah, I'm, 40 saying, years. I'm saying though, he started at 15 when he debuted, but he's been in his 20s since the 70s. Yes, this is accurate. But then again, how long has Batman been in his yeah, like, well, mid 30s? That, that, that's, 40s, not, that's not the issue I'm getting at. Uh, the, I was actually going to segue Forever. that into uh, A, that it's just, it's cool that uh, you can relate more to uh, you know the young Spider Man for a younger audience with the Ultimate Line. But also, just boo Tobey Maguire. I'm sorry. I do not like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. You don't like him making those ugly crying faces? I will also say this to, add to, to add to what your, your, your comment is. I don't, I don't actually um, 
relate to Spider-Man on the teenage level anymore. I now relate to the adult Spider-Man from the from the video game. Oh god, I have all these know, bills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first scene, the first scene in that in that game is him having to choose between going out and being Spider-Man or, or making rent. sure that he can pay his his final I'm sorry, his eviction notice right, yeah. that he's being served. <laughs> yeah, like his, his basically apartment. his third pass due note for his rent. See, <laughs> meanwhile, you guys are hating on Tobey Maguire. He was trying to, you know, serve pizzas. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I I will hate on Tobey Maguire, but I will not do so without offering my alternative casting. Who's your alternative casting? Um, especially at the time, early 2000s, right? Now, keep, know, keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, the world was familiar with a... Later mid twenties ish Spider Man. Yeah, no, no. Uh, my, my person would have met the age requirement perfectly, especially at the time. Sure. What you got? Topher Grace, the man who would eventually play Venom. Yeah. Who's closer to the ultimate Venom mm-hmm. than, than than the the, than the, the, the Eddie Brock version from uh, your your regular? You're not wrong, Marvel but the point is, is you know who he's closest to? Peter friggin Parker. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing about Peter Parker, he is a subdued, bullied nerd, but. As Spider-Man, he has the frustrations out. He gets to get all his frustrations out. He has the charisma and confidence behind the mask to make the jokes, the wisecracks, and Topher Grace both has the acting ability to downplay his charisma to play a nerd and to play himself and be a charismatic, funny guy. Tobey Maguire does not have natural charisma. He can act. And so he can basically come across as a genuine weirdo or a guy acting like he's trying to be charismatic. Thinking back so, to so, but he's not a leading man. So, so, so you're telling me that he's a good Peter Parker but a bad Spider-Man? Yeah, that's pretty much what he's telling you. Kind of the opposite but even of George. In that, even in that regard, though, I, I see where you're coming from, Doug, mm-hmm. in the sense that the um, Spider-Man that we get from the Sony Spider-Man movies, his quips... His like charisma mm. that he is when he is Spider Man feels forced. Wait, wait, wait! Yeah. Be, 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 be careful what you're talking about. Sony Spider Man, amazing Sony Spider Man, yeah. or I, was Sony saying, I like original, yeah, the yeah, original. Because I, I liked Garfield's uh, take on Spider Man. I did too. Comedy side. I love Garfield yeah. Spider Man. I like yeah. his clipping. So yeah. Andrew Garfield was the person who played the second Spider Man. Yeah. He was movies. good. I loved him as. Spider-Man was not crazy for his Peter I was, about, I was just right. about to say, I liked him as Spider-Man. I hated him as somebody who was skateboarding to a Coldplay montage. Yeah, wow. that was... Actually, you know, he summed it up perfectly. Yeah. That is why Tom Hollandworth is so... Oh, because he's got none of that. Is it Hollandworth or Holland? Oh, Holland. Sorry, I said Hollandsworth. But that's why Tom Holland is so great, because he has that perfect blend of aqui, uh, awkward... Aqui? I love that word. Aqui. Aqui. Yeah, awkward, nerdy Peter Parker, but also Aqui. Awkward. I love it. Let's go. I loved. I love that band Aqui in the '90s. They did Barbie Girl. But he has the perfect blend of awkward, charismatic, funny Spider-Man. He's both. Like Tom Holland pulls off the perfect mix of both, especially at that age, because Peter Parker would gain confidence, charisma as Spider-Man over time. Yes. But he's playing like that first year. You Spider-Man. can tell he's the nervous teenager who's overcompensating mm-hmm. his 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 own ability and his own inexperience by making it sound like he just knows more than what he does. Yeah, he's, he's able to kind of uh, what's the word? Like, it protrudes not the right word. 
But he's kind of he's kind of able to give off that same kind of thing that a Billy Batson he projects should. it. He pro- he does project. He it. projects it. Yes. But but he's he's projecting something that a Billy Batson Shazam should. Yes. Yeah. And yes. he does it so well. It also helps too that the, he he's had five other movies to look back on and go. I shouldn't fucking do that. That's also very true. I'm just, I'm just. What was Topher Grace doing in the early 2000s? That's uh, that that's 70 70 show. show. Do you, do you want Eric Foreman as Spider Man? That oh, that, that, that was Eric Foreman. Oh shit! But as yeah. a one to one, that's right. Because I'm just thinking of Eric Foreman with the fucking bowl cut when he goes to take off the mask. It's just Eric Foreman. It's just that character. You got red behind him. Uncle Ben is You let me die, dumbass. As he bleeds out in the alleyway. With great power comes a great foot up your ass. He gets Donna killed. Terrible too is because uh, the the girl that played uh, Mary Jane, I thought it, the first Kirsten time the red hair. I thought that yeah, I thought Kirsten Dunst was uh, was uh, the girl that was uh, the redhead from that '70s show. The first oh, time. Oh man! They should just said you know what they should have done. They just have a regular episode of that '70s show, and then just Eric gets bit by a radioactive spider, and just oh my god, and just roll with it. Just okay, from the so next. I need Kelso's venom right now. Yes, yes. I need it. Okay, first off, Kelso venom. Yes. <laughs> Second off. Is that a general agreement that I am right and Topher Grace would have made the perfect Spider-Man for the time? I just think that okay. Sony show would have been a perfect setup for his <laughs> it's Spider-Man. A perfect, it's a perfect template. Dude, think about it. What, 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 the, 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 the girl's father, uh, what was his name? The guy with the, Bob. With the fro? Bob. Yes, yes, the, Bob. Imagine him as Norman Osborn. No, I got one better. Fez, Norman Osborn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Norman Fezborn. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, dude, oh wait, Mitch Hedberg had a reoccurring role in that show. Did he really? Yeah, he was uh, he was the guy at the uh, at the snack shop. I need Mitch Hedberg as the guy. That Mitch showed. Hedberg is J. Jonah Jameson. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, build the Lazarus machine. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just imagine? He goes, I have pictures of Spider Man. I used to, but I still do too, and I want more. <laughs> He's a mess. <laughs> well, all right. Before we keep... Well, actually, the perfect place. So, we talk so much about Spider-Man and how much... Like, how interesting so much is. We haven't even brought up the fact that Barry. he's got... Yeah. He has probably the biggest rogues gallery. And by rogues gallery, I mean the amount of villains. Can we, can we include uh, Bonesaw? <laughs> yeah, Bonesaw's totally a villain. He but, was his first villain. Exactly. Listen, no, he, he's not a villain. He's, he's, just, he's, he's just a heel. Play, he just plays one. Spider-Man player. has crossed over with so many other other comics that some of their villains are his villains now. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that, that, so for example, Kingpin is a big villain for Spider-Man. Right. Right? He is actually Daredevil's biggest villain. Wait, did he start off as a Daredevil villain or... He was just a kind of a ground. I, I, here, here, here's the, I don't answer that because I'm not here's, sure. Here, like the way I look at Marvel, that like yes, certain certain villains are like villains for those heroes, but everything takes place in New York for the most part. No, but but here's here's the fun part, and so here's if, something that I think we're going to be able to talk to a lot better than people from the rest of the country that aren't from like the Jersey, New York area. We're super close to New York. We're, we're yeah, but I mean like with, like let's have the fun. Like when I was reading Demon in a Bottle, he uh, he picks off somebody off the uh, Long Island uh, Expressway. And you're like, I know exactly what It's like, is. I know where that is, because I used to drive and I have to visit my grandmother in Nassau County. Okay. Um, but, like, the thing that's always been cool, and, it's, and they play on this a lot, they probably do in the comics, but, like, in the Netflix specials, you know, Daredevil is Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Cage is Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it kind of funny that uh, Spider-Man swings all the way from freaking Queens to go to Manhattan. Yeah. 
Um, that's that's where he works. Yeah. And goes to school. Goes to school. Okay. My point was, though, is that because everything takes place in New York like that, or at least a lot of of Marvel takes place in New York like that. Yeah. And a lot of these things, a lot of of these characters that we're talking about are, like, street level. Mm -hmm. They're everybody's villain at that rate. If you you operate in New York, Mm -hmm. Kingpin is your villain. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, like... You know, you'll 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 see like I don't know. This is some of the X Men will, will pop up in New York, and now they've got to deal with like Kingpin or Lizard or whoever else. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I kind of want to see Luke Cage so fight that, with Kingpin you, you, more, just because I can just imagine Luke Cage just walking into his tower, smashing through all the doors, and going and punching him a bunch of times. Just, in the stomach yeah, just like hours. yo, just that was lay off Harlem, so. man. Could you? <laughs> you know, you know what's the worst part about Kingpin? I feel is that um, I think the, I think the best person that could have played uh, Luke Cage wound up playing Kingpin. Michael, Michael Clark Duncan, Duncan? <laughs> R.I.P. Could oh mm. god, yeah. nah. I, I, I love Michael Clark Duncan, but uh, I don't think he could have played. Uh, I don't think he would have played Luke Cage. Luke Cage. I no, I, I don't remember the guy. He was name. too. Uh, he's too nice of a guy. Like, so is so the, the guy. Two... So is the guy that's currently Luke Cage. Yeah, but Luke, the thing about Luke Cage was is he's got a. Well, was currently unfortunately uh-huh. got. Yeah, yeah as, as as of now they've canceled. Yeah, but they also canceled Iron Fist. But the thing is, is they're doing this because they're going to be moving all these shows to the Disney streaming network. That's what I kept thinking. I. That's what I keep thinking. To be fair. Iron Fist's first season was awful. was so bad it's good. No. no, 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 no. Undead Zombie Dad is chewing all the scenery. It's beautiful. I know. Um, I, I disagree. I think first season Iron Fist was just so bad it was terrible. I mean, so for everything that 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 show should have been like Iron Fisty, and I don't, there's no there's there's no better way to put that. No, there isn't. For like, there's a lot of other things that are redeeming about season one, but it's more so. It's a really good unintentional comedy. That's just hilarious. Yes, it is. Um, I, I can't deny. I haven't it. seen. I mean, season you can't two go yet. in and watch it seriously. Yeah, and, and and I haven't seen season two yet, so I can't comment on it. I can comment. But on I feel two. like Watch I feel one. like season one. I feel like season one of Luke Cage, up until about episode eight, mm-hmm. is great. It did it's, drag. It's really good, and then you get halfway through the season, and we're like, "What are we? Why? Why? And Why then, is this still happening?" The minute they introduce the new character, Diamondback. No, no, well, you kill, you kill, what's his name? You kill, yeah. you kill Cottonmouth, right? Yeah. Spoil, spoilers if you haven't seen the show. They kill Cottonmouth, right? He's probably the most interesting bad guy in any of the, the Marvel Netflix uh, series. Mm-hmm. Or, arguably, arguably. Arguably. Because yeah. I would, I, 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 in that same con, in that same conversation, I put, um, Kilgrave? No, Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, King oh, yeah. I, I still so think Kilgrave was good, too. Kilgrave. But anyway, but the point is, moving on. You take, like, like, you, you take those two, you kill Cottonmouth. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yeah, and then the you dragon. You replace him for... with evil Oprah. Yeah, and then you replace him with evil Oprah, and, then... and Doctor Phil is already a real life supervillain. So yeah. like, <laughs> and they drag it on for four or five episodes after that. Yeah, you don't it, need it. It dragged. Yeah. It was poorly paced, but it was still a good season. Didn't even season bother... two was great. So didn't so, even but, so so we're getting a lot of overlap yeah. with all the bad guys. Yeah. So I mean, so Kingpin, we're not even sure who he originated with offhand. Not, no, not offhand. I'm I'm not I, even going to try and pretend. I, I offhandedly might if you if you if you put a gun to my head, you made me had to guess. I guess Daredevil. Okay. I, I would too, but the thing is, I don't remember when Daredevil debuted. <laughs> so yeah. So because I mean, I remember Kingpin was a big. De- he was kind of like Kingpin's first appearance is the Amazing Spider-Man number fifty, July nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, there we go. So, cause, so he is technically a Spider-Man villain. Spooderman. All right. So so Kingpin's a, uh, a Spider-Man bad guy. See, he was he was the bad guy in the cartoon. I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally the Kingpin in New York. Well, yeah, the Kingpin of crime. Him yeah. and Norman Osborn. Well, yeah. that thing is, he's the Norman Osborn is a kingpin of corporate crime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because going back to Oscorp is basically kind of like I don't know, kind of like a 
like a bigger and more crazier version of like Lockheed Martin, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I was about to call it Roxxon, and then I realized, oh wait, I meant Exxon, well, because Roxxon is also a fictional comic book corporation. How many X's was in Roxxon? Three, two, enough. Uh, <laughs> or not enough, depending. But well, uh, could, could you argue that Norman Osborn is a less smart, more evil business version of Lex Luthor? No, not at all. In fact, I actually they are the counterparts of each other in their respective universes. You think so? Oh, yeah. I would Norman cons- Osborn I would is the Lex Luthor of Marvel. I would definitely consider them the, the counterparts. But right, well, what's Osborn's motivation, though? Osborn's motivation versus uh, Spider-Man Power is... and hatred of his father. Evil business. Or, oh, yeah, that, that, okay, good point. Wait, wait, I, I, I Lex Luthor screw- hates his dad, too. Wait, which... which uh, Lex Luthor really hates his dad. I always screw up the Osborns. Which one was played by... Uh, by uh, William Dafoe? Uh, Norman. Norman. Oh. That was Norman Osborn, and then the, the son is... Uh, Harry. 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 Harry slash Franco. So so Norman was the one you were saying was the one that was... Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, he is basically Lex Luthor of the Marvel Universe. Um, they really illustrated that when he became the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. after uh, Secret Invasion. First of all, sir, that was called Hammer. Remember? They changed yes. the name of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Hammer. I did know that. So I do like that little trying to one-up me, but that's because he took over S.H.I.E.L.D. and then dismantled oh, no. it it's and dead. made it Hammer. Go. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. Go. oh, shit. Don't swing at his comic dick ass. <laughs> go. No, but um, besides that, um, there was a storyline uh, sometime, I think, in uh, 2012 or 2013, I believe, where they had a... Kind of a what-if where... But Norman Osborn uh, got the Infinity Gauntlet, and I think it was What If, and he basically brought his dad's soul back to life to witness what he did with infinite power and still couldn't get his father's approval. That's beautiful. And then he used the Infinity Gauntlet to make his father give him approval, but it didn't mean anything because he used the gauntlet to do it. And he basically just gave it all up because he's like, you know what? Fuck you, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a fucking jobber. (laughs) Which brings us to the point of all of Spider-Man's villains being jobbers. They're all a bunch of fucking jobbers. Yeah, because that that was another thing I wanted to point out was that, like, in reading the comics, uh, Vulture, for example. Who uh, fucking cares? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Who fucking cares? In in the Spider-Verse comics I was reading, uh, they, like, so like yeah, get out of here. Like like basically, yeah. it's kind of like like Whiplash in, in the Iron Man movies. Yeah. And, and Iron Man Two, Whiplash is like, oh, hold the phone. It's Whiplash. She's like you know super smart and can like hack yeah. everything. You know what Whiplash had though that Bolter didn't. What? Uh, a youth. Re- a bird. Oh, <laughs> an actual oh, bird. He did. <laughs> he fucking did. Okay. Oh, oh my god, I want my bird. <laughs> Vulture, Vulture. <laughs> Vulture's trying to be a bird. <laughs> Adrian Toomes is a sickly old man who managed to have a flying weather le- uh, a, fl- a flying feather leotard. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd be sickly too if you played Batman in a previous life. Oh, that's true. That is a very uh, hard Keaton. life to live through. Yes, it is. It is. It is. You want to get nuts? <laughs> we'll get nuts. What are so? What other villains do you know, Matt? That you oh. like? All right, let me let me go through the list. And and okay, uh, the first one I could think of that has never been co- uh, covered in any of the movies. And you want to know my introduction to him was? I do. When I was in the fourth grade, I got a coloring book from Spider Man. Okay. Uh, and there was a thing where you had to point out which which panels were wrong, and it was Mysterio. Uh, I hope there was a fish in his helmet. There was. There yeah! was. Let's go. <laughs> yes, that is fantastic. <laughs> to, to add to that, Mysterio. Probably be the villain in the new Spider-Man movie. And speaking of that, Sam Raimi wanted him to be the villain for the, the third Spider-Man movie. That would be it. Well, because 
first off, I would imagine Raimi would do a great job with him because, from what I recall, from my coloring book, which is. I recall from my coloring book. Oh, God. Oh, and then I, you know, color painted Spider Man brown and found out I was colorblind. Oh, um, <laughs> Wait, seriously? Is that really the. Yeah. Holy shit! We all have childhood Spider-Man stories. Let's we, now about. we know we know Matt's secret origin. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's arch nemesis is colorblind. <laughs> wait, wait. So do you have the proportional color sensory ability of half a person? <laughs> like, I don't even know if it's that good. <laughs> no, but uh, oh god, no, but uh, Mysterio. All, all I know about him is that he's like all holograms and, and stuff like that. He like so Mysterio. Flexible. Mysterio is a. Um, Hollywood stuntman. Yes, a Hollywood stuntman, and he also is very skilled with special effects work. Very he, skilled. Also has the name of the founder of a very uh, hipster indie band. His name ooh. is Quentin Beck. Yeah, that wow. Is, that is super indie. He also has the name of a famous uh, luchador type wrestler. Oh, Beck Ray Mysterio. Oh. <laughs> you had to make a wrestling joke, did you? I, I, well, you won't let me talk about Bonesaw. Yeah, I'm really bummed out about those. We're not talking about Bonesaw. No, no, no. Uh, yes, we are. We're saving it till the end. That's our closer. Is it closer? Anyway, uh, well, so, okay. We got to so keep this podcast under so, yeah. like an hour and a half. So, so Mysterio. All right. So Mysterio is he will be in the next movie. Mm-hmm. He's being played, if I recall correctly, by Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that a rumor? Is that a hundred? I, I think it's a hundred percent at this point because we've seen. Pictures of him on Instagram. I've seen Jake Gyllenhaal enough to well, know okay. that I, he can pull it off. On Instagram before he like, can pull it off. Because I mean, well, no, set photos. Because because oh. he was he was a fun bad guy in the cartoon. Oh yeah, he is. Um, I'm wondering how they're going to adapt that costume. I don't. Well, I mean, because people who are not aware, um, okay, here is Mysterio's costume. Imagine a man wearing a green John. patchwork quilt as a leotard. Fishball on with, his head. Yeah, fishball on his head. That's all you oh, fishball with on gold gloves. Yeah, I was, fa- was going to close with that, but thank you, whatever, yeah. So basically, long purple cape, green quilt stitched as a leotard, fishbowl hat, and <laughs> fishbowl hat. what is uh, stapling the cape to his chest are triangular uh, or rectangular eyeball buttons. Yeah. Are they eyeball buttons? Hold on, now you're going to make me look up Mysterio's costume. Yeah, I, I feel like you are... Almost. I didn't perfect. know his cape was purple. Oh, hold on! <laughs> I can pull up. I could do you one better. I could pull up Jillian Hall's uh, look for Mysterio. Oh, actually, can you? It actually, while, I can. While you do that, uh, I uh, mentioned before that Sam Raimi wanted to include him on. Uh, oh wow, that 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 looks really good. Actually, actually does he look looks cool. closer to Prometheus. I, I feel his, like they're just uh, going to CGI his helmet, the helmet on the yeah, probably. Yeah. So I that's still not a good enough judge. I mean, you they, like so if they're going to do that, if they're going to CGI the helmet there. You could do a bunch of interesting shit with having like I guess projections coming either, yeah. like, I'm th- in. Yeah, in the helmet I'm, or I'm, out of the helmet. I'm thinking right. like what they did with uh, Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. Something right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because that's the thing is that that is a uh, costume that they could not have done pre CGI because no. the whole point is even when it was written in the '80s, yeah, uh, Rorschach's or Rorschach's costume was the ink was always supposed to be blending and dripping around in Well, because it was never the same exactly. in, in every panel. Yeah. Zoomed in a little bit. It kind of looks like a Thor costume. It does. A little bit. He's either cosplaying as Thor or he looks closer to uh, the DC villain Prometheus. You throw that, that weird He does kind of have that on. But no, he actually... Okay, so looking at the actual costume, he did not exactly have any weird triangle things... Hold on a second. Can I, say I disagree. I'm going to look on my phone now. Are we sure that that? Hold on a second. Are we sure that that's that's Mysterio? Because that costume looks closer to the Prowler than it does. 
That's gotta be no. That's Mysterio, sir. I love how you type in Mysterio. First thing that comes up is Rey Mysterio. I love it. Oh wait, no, they're not triangular. They're squares. Yeah. I, Actually, did, you know, I, you know, I corrected myself into rectangular, <laughs> no, no. but that's still but, not actually what I'm looking no, for. You know, so, you look, know what kind of vibe I get off those eyes though is like man. the eye that floats on top of the pyramid on the back. <laughs> that's of the exactly bill. what I was yeah. thinking as well. Illuminati confirmed. Kind um, of. Illuminati confirmed. I thought it was Freemason. I'm not sure. I have no clue. But I mentioned before, Sam Raimi wanted to use Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a guess who the casting would have been. For, with Sam Raimi? Uh-huh. Please tell me Bruce Campbell. 100%. Yes! Really? Yeah, actually, what they were going to do is that his character, because you know how he was in all three movies? Uh, yes. In all three movies, three different people? Yeah. They were going to be the same character. Ooh. And that was going to be revealed as... You see... But that would have made here's... the third movie so much better, and we wouldn't have gotten the resulting okay, okay, list okay. Also, also, Spider-Man also dance these, number. Also, also, no, also, no, no. Don't you be smirched to Spider-Man dance number. Okay, here's why. Go on YouTube, watch the cut of the movie where they take the music, music out? out, and it becomes brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also might In be retrospect, wrong. but it as also, a movie. Or I also might be wrong that he wanted to do that for the third movie. He might have wanted to do that for a potential fourth movie, because that was going to be in the works. Vulture was also supposed to be one of the two villains. It was supposed to be Vulture Mysterio for Raimi's fourth movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he probably would have done something. Well, so I, I'm sorry, movie, I misspoke. Well, I believe for, for, that there was going to be a fourth yeah. one, and that for, was going well, to be well. From what I understand about the third movie, uh, it was the executive meddling that the reason why we got uh, Sandman and no, I thought Venom was supposed to be the focal point of the third movie. No, I, I think you're right. I could yeah. be wrong. I think it's why we got Sandman. Because because that's that's the, that's the other thing. Like like you guys were right. saying before, they're all jobbers. Like like for example, yeah. I'm, I, I made a list. Um, Everyone that is not okay. We got Green Goblin. We got Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin is a jobber. Yeah. Hobgoblin is the uh, jobber of the highest quality. Hang yeah. on a second. Wait, but I thought I thought <laughs> it just pops up. I thought, everybody else. No, up. I thought Green Goblin dies, then Hobgoblin is born. Like no, in the no. Um, That's another very complicated issue to bring up. But. It is. Um, okay, so there's been three Green Goblins. Actually, I think debatably four, but um, okay. So the first Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. Yes. Second Green Goblin, his son, Harry Osborn. Sure. Yes. Okay, then there was the Hobgoblin, who was a mercenary who basically used all of Norman Osborn's goblin tech to commit crimes. And mm. he was, so he basically was a motiveless green goblin with a cooler costume. Gotcha. Yeah, the mask was arguably yeah. much, much cooler on the... Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so so that's Green Goblin. Okay, we're going to just go down the list. Doc Ock. Um, He's always been the same person. Because... No. He did actually have a lady octopus. I him. will, I will <laughs> argue that... It's a tie between Norman mm-hmm. and Dr. Octopus, who are like his biggest nemesis. Oh, I, I would agree personally. I am only saying this because I, I I know I said I haven't read any Spider-Man recently, but I actually did read about 16 issues of the most recent Amazing arc. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a fucking liar. and and, uh there was this moment where uh someone brings up about like oh like you know like didn't like you know your your arch nemesis like live in your body like last year and he's like honestly i don't know if i consider my arch nemesis maybe a (laughs) runner-up and that was peter saying this that's cold yeah well i mean that's and that's what i'm saying arguably it's between the two okay you know what else was cold uh, Doc Ock's body. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> God. Way to make it weird. I'm no, glad, but, I'm, I'm uh, just glad I got I I you, 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 know, you know what else is cold? No one. Ooh. How's that? How's that for uh, early two thousands new metal references? Oh. That also works philosophically because Ooh. without a person there is a lack of substance, and without anything there is no heat. All right, we're getting too deep. We'll save that for the Batman <laughs> episode. So, Doc Ock. Okay, so so where's Rachel? 
<laughs> so how did how did how did he differ though from Spider Man Two? Was, was there was there much deviation there, or or they do a pretty good job? Well, they've done. Uh, he is much more egotistical in the comic books. Yes, mm, gotcha. Not just more egotistical, but also they they've tried to do in both the movie and now in the um, I don't know if I want to spoil this though. No, yeah, don't, no. don't, don't. But but basically though, Doc Ock, he is just a guy gets uh, those mechanical implants stuck on his back. He goes crazy from them. Right. Yeah, I, I, would say that, I would say the more modern reimagining is that the accident that caused his tentacles warped his mind and it used to just be he was always a dick. Exactly. Ah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I will. That's about as far as I'll go gotcha. in terms of um, okay. what I was about to say. Okay. okay. Now, now, before we, we, we say the V word, because um, as soon as I say I'm afraid we're going to go way, way off topic. Okay. So we've talked about Vulture. Okay, now now here comes everybody else that I could think of, and now I think they all fall under the uh, title of Jobber. Yes. Sandman? Yes. Yes, but the thing is, is a lot like a couple of Spidey's other Jobbers, these are people who should be like top-level Marvel villains based on their power set. Right. Sandman is incredibly strong. He is a living being who doesn't need to breathe or eat or feel pain. He can morph his body into any shape or density that he can compact, compact the sand into. Like, how do you beat this man? And yet Spider-Man's done it time after time he because... Time. <laughs> he's fucking Spider-Man. Right. And also Flint Marco's kind of an idiot, like, thug. He's really, but, just, he's really just, like, a petty gangster. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just a petty thug that, like, I'm, I'm going to go rob I'm gonna go rob this bank with my crazy arguably, sand powers. Arguably, the, what the situation is for a lot of Spider-Man's villains, yeah. a lot of them are really just petty They're thugs just petty who have... Godlike power, exactly. And they just don't. Tech. Shocker might yeah. be the only one who kind of can be. Wait, wait, is that Electro? Or, no, I'm sorry, no, no. not Shocker. Electro, Electro. The, shock, the, the Shocker's one. the guy that falls through the wall. Yes. Yeah. Electro is probably the most powerful of Spider-Man's villains. Uh, it's debatable on a power level wise, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, the dude wants to become electricity. Yeah. That is that is his goal. He wants to. Full on, just the electricity. Like, woogie, woogie, woogie. Speaking, well, speaking of all that, I feel like his biggest showing, like the like New the, Avengers. Uh, yes. Yeah. Say, uh, Electro's biggest showing was blowing out what? Not not Blackgate. What was the? Uh, they the borrowed raft. the raft. They borrowed that in the game. That's not yeah, a big raft? spoiler. What's, but what's the raft? The raft, raft is one of the three major supervillain prisons. Okay, we'll worry about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's another story. That We're actually, out of time. Uh, no, no, <laughs> but we the, can uh, say this at least. Electro single handedly. Took out that, yeah. all the power and defenses at one of the three super villain prisons in the world and freed all the villains from it. Yeah. Okay, they were like, "This is your last job. We're gonna pay you all the money." <laughs> okay, but and he was just no. Go ahead. I but, it. but again, though, in the in the cartoons, he's a job. Have you seen yeah. him with the big fucking flower on his head? It's awful. And yeah, fuck that guy. He doesn't have the intellectual or like spiritual capacity to be like a threat he is too much of a low level low thinker oh, mm. all right and then uh and then i got lizard man was it was he lizard man or no the oh, lizard lizard. Lizard, oh, man, the lizard lizard man is from my favorite class uh fighting game franchise soul caliber ah but no the lizard is dr kirk connors who is a good man yeah who happened to dr. Lose his arm. yeah he happened to lose his arm yeah do some experiments with lizard DNA to try and regrow his arm. Mm-hmm. Become an evil, uh, emotionless reptile carnivore. Right. Uh, do that repeatedly for several decades. Mm-hmm. 
Edith family. Oh, I'm giving you BB to it. I was going to interject with that. Uh, <laughs> then he's uh, trying to make amends as a professor right now. I mean, I okay, feel like... How do you make amends after you eat your own family? See, yeah. that is why it bothers me that they're even allowing him the chance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would think that with, like, the movies and everything, I mean, yeah, I guess it's beforehand, but, like, Tony Stark in, in, in the MCU has created tech to regrow limbs. A, why hasn't he given it to Phil Coulson? Or Winter Soldier? Or, you know, anybody else that's had missing limbs? Give it to Dr. Connor. Then you don't have to, like, you know... Lizard doctor that wants to turn everybody into it lizards. Is, yeah. First of all, you guys that's Sauron. Too, right? That is Sauron. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what comic panel you're thinking of. But yeah. Wait, wait. Are you? Ta- I think I know about this. Is this yeah. the one where like he's arguing? It's like I could just turn everyone into dinosaurs. Yeah. But yeah. you have the technology to cure cancer and everything. Why would you do that? Because I'm evil. <laughs> I want to turn people into yeah. dinosaurs. I don't want to cure that, cancer. That is like the most like. <laughs> I would expect the response from a four-year-old. <laughs> well, that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're talking about an X-Men villain named yeah. Sauron who has the ability yeah. to... He is a... He, he lives in the Savage Land. Yes, he lives in the Savage he's Land. A human, he's basically... He's just a humanoid pterodactyl that can hypnotize people with his eyeballs. He's a pterodactyl man. He's a pterodactyl... Yeah, he's a pterodactyl man. He's who a can, pterodactyl man. Who can hypnotize people? He wears pants. He does wear pants. Oh, man. Thank so, God for that. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, no, 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 no doubt to the last two before we get to the, the, the big one. Um, wait, wait. So, so we're not going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man Two, where where the lizard wants to just. I never saw Amazing Spider-Man One or Two. No, it wasn't the second one. It, it was, was the first, first one. one. And all he wanted to do was turn New York into lizards. And that shit didn't even like last too long. Oh boy, because I remember the Watch lizard. It. I do recommend it. Though. Okay, because I, rem- no, I remember. Because I remember. Because I remember the lizard being the first bad guy in the Spider-Man cartoon. You're right. I could be wrong. Actually, okay. I've forgotten that. Aside from the, aside from the. Third Spider Amazing, the third Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Every single Spider-Man movie that has come out is perfectly watchable. I would argue that Spider-Man Three is incredibly watchable. Watch, watch the video game Donkey about his defense of Spider-Man Three. It makes it watchable. I can't watch Spider-Man. I would 3. say that it's watchable by itself. You know why? It's Sam Raimi's fuck you to the uh, the movie studio. Okay. They now, were like, we want you to do this, and he was like, oh yeah, you'll get it. <laughs> okay, now here's the thing. Do we want to debate between good and watchable? Or do no, we because I have four yeah, more bad guys to go through. Okay, I'm going to lump these two together because I remember them do being it. huge jobbers from the cartoon, Rhino and Scorpion. Yeah, okay, uh, I want to start with this. Uh, here is the first thing. Rhino, don't remember his last name. First name's Alexi. Point is, Rhino is too strong or durable for Spider-Man to should be able to even fight him. It's amusing that they made him a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, but isn't he like dumb? Like, isn't he you dumb know, enough that he got stuck in his own costume? He, uh, no, no, it's fused to his skin. It's not his fault. Well, because I remember in the cartoon, it looked like he just like went to like Party City, bought a <laughs> rhino costume. Yeah. Okay, I found out his last name. I couldn't pronounce it even if I tried. Okay. <laughs> Can you spell it? Sistevich. Sure. Okay. Sistevich. S y t s e v i c h. Systema. We did it, guys. Cool enough. Anyway, close enough. Uh, but the funny thing is, is that uh, in the rare appearance you see Rhino outside of Spider-Man, like he is fighting like somebody like the Hulk. Not well. He loses. <laughs> not well. <laughs> He's fighting him. Yeah. But the point is, is that Rhino actually should not really be phased by Spider-Man's blows at all. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that they introduced him and made him a Spider-Man villain. I, ha- I have a theory for a lot of these guys. Go for it. And maybe I should bring this up when we're done. Okay, but I was just gonna say, are, are you gonna argue Rhino that... is the dumbest of all of. No, Spider-Man. No, 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 I thought you were gonna argue something like I don't know, uh, Spider-Man. Um, they just picked you know spiders, natural predators, and they just started drawing straws. Yeah, right. I actually was about to say a lot of Spider-Man's villains are 
some kind of animal. Um, scorpion, yeah, rhino. Like, that was the other one. Octopus. I was get to. So going back to the Morlun thing about totem animals, uh, Otto is the totem of the octopus. And Matt Gargan is the totem of the scorpion. I don't need Matt Gargan is crazy McCrazy face. Now, yeah. that's, the other, that's the other thing. Scorpion. I don't remember him much from the cartoons. I just remember seeing his costume and thinking that looks freaking ridiculous. He was totally in that, that cartoon just to sell uh, yeah. toys. Uh, yeah, the, basically. Uh, uh, well, not just that, but he, that's kind of how he's in the comics, too. I mean, basically, he's got like Spider-Man strength and Spider-Man speed and agility. No spider sense, no webbing. And then the mechanical tail. So right. he's basically like... Oh, he just bit acid. From well, the from tail. the tail, yeah. Uh, why not just have just an like acid, a regular scorpion? Why not just have an acid gun? Yeah. Why, why you gotta like you know no, make it all convoluted? No, now no, it's no. poison. No, yeah. I was gonna say we have to be realistic to nature. Scorpions shoot acid out of their tails. No, scorpions do not shoot acid out of their tails. <laughs> Listen, scorpions. <laughs> scorpions are venomous creatures who, when they sting you. They they give you a venom. Wait, they wait, wait. They, right? they give you a venom. Listen, the Spider-Man bad guy. <laughs> why would ironically they give... Matt Garrigan becomes venom? Yeah. Yes. Why why would they give him the ability to shoot acid if scorpions couldn't shoot acid? I don't anymore? know why they didn't give him the ability to shoot kunai out of his hand. I don't know. Did you see this? Really did you see the Spider-Man cartoon uh, when he gets bit by the spider? It kind of looks like he dropped acid. <laughs> You are not Boom. wrong, my friend. <laughs> um, actually, no, but let's go back to uh, the point where Matt Gargan, the scorpion, who did nothing of note aside from being the scorpion. Besides <laughs> being a guy in a scorpion costume. Yeah, uh, he was the second longest running venom we've ever had. Okay, well, considering there's only that. two venoms, there's been three. Flash Thompson? Okay, yes. Flash Thompson, thank you. I'm All sorry. right, so there totally we go. So, so we said it. Venom, probably his best known uh, bad guy. Invented by Todd McFarlane. First of all, after... best known '90s yeah. villain. I think Spider-Man. Uh, I think Batman. honestly, the thing is, we also is... grew up in the '90s, so that's true. Also, yeah, I was gonna say between when we grew up and also the popularity of that costume and Todd McFarlane, like we might have to just accept, even though we might not want it, that Venom is probably the most well-known. Which okay, let's, let's so that villain. character design is fucking sick. Let's, no, it is because because sick. that costume design. Let's, is yeah. let's here's, yeah. here's another way to look sick. at it. What other comic book villains have had their own movies? I hate, that you're right. I hate that you're right. Venom's a big effing deal. He and, is. and I'm going to argue this, and I hate that I'm going to be the person to argue this. It wasn't terrible. The I movie? Hear I hear it's a bunch of zany fun. It, it's, it's, it's a pre-MCU comic book movie. Yes. What I hear. Yes. Very much so. Yeah, like I hear if you go into it and you just you turn know, your you, brain off and have fun with Tom Hardy's accent. But it's a freaking comic book movie. I mean, you know, it's it's like you know, the, it's like the same problem I have with people looking for deeper, uh, deeper uh, explanations. And Listen, everything there were like Star very, Wars very complex, deep explanations with Eddie and Venom's relationship. The symbiote itself is intelligent and it has a mind of its own, and their relationship together is. very... Very, very. No, no, I'm, t I'm talking like you know, it's, it's not going to be like the Citizen Kane, the next Citizen. You don't Kane. know. You don't know. <laughs> Venom and Eddie could have some really serious conversations. Oh man, with each I, other. Can't, I can't wait till Eddie's on his deathbed, and then, and then the Venom symbiote's like Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm just, Much I'm just do about Venom. <laughs> I really, I really hope the Venom symbiote sounds like Orson Welles. Oh, <laughs> I would go see that right now. The most now. amazing part is so they did what they did with the movie is the Venom symbiote is actually just. Tom Hardy talking to himself. Yeah. 
just ad libbing, yeah. and yeah. a lot of apparently a lot of the like lines. The but but let's let's talk let's talk about how the hell did the symbiote even happen in the first place? Like for the contracts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they wanted to sell to they wanted to sell toys. Okay, so there is a storyline in the mid '80s called Secret Wars. There's been like three Secret Wars in Marvel. Not very Marvel secret. loves Secret Wars. No, and that's the thing too. That name is because the the words secret and war. Tested well with boy, like young boys. It, it's true. <laughs> dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. The, the first Secret Wars took place, a storyline where this galactic being called the Beyonder yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transported a bunch of heroes and a bunch of villains. Wait, wasn't the Beyonder uh, the lead singer of uh, Destiny's Child? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, Beyonde. <laughs> um, uh, she couldn't pay her telephone bill. Anyway, so they were transported... That, that, that's our second downfall, is uh, wrestling references the first one, the second one is Destiny's Child references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we make a lot of those. So a bunch of heroes, a bunch of villains, transported to this world called Battle World that Beyonder had created. And they were supposed to, believe it or not, Battle. Ooh. Whoa. So really, uh, and, and to not to cut you off, but yeah. Battle World was literally just like a barren kind of wasteland kind of place? It was a composite of a bunch of different worlds. They oh, took. Okay. That's why, why, why am I imagining... There was like, a small just... suburb of Colorado that was a part of Battle World. Okay. I'm, because I'm, it just took it I'm just murder. imagining Battle World, like, were they, like, instant transmission to and, like, Dragon Ball Z were like, hey, let's not blow up the city. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But they also instant transmission the planet into being. Oh. So <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Really, uh, what, what where I was getting at, or what I was getting at, is that you had like the home base of the good guys and the home base of the bad guys, like you would as a kid with all your action figures. If you had like or Team Fortress Two, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, like I, I know for myself, I had a bunch of like GI Joe and those those like CVS brand like like uh, core figures and like the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter like mm -hmm. little GI Joe figures. Yeah. And I'd mix all the good guys and the bad guys together. Like, I would do that with, like, my DC and Marvel action figures. Also, mm. what they did was they brought along the people who they... So it's, as you said, it was just an amalgamation of different places mm. and people, including the suburb of Denver, Colorado that was there. <laughs> people from, like, those worlds were brought in when they brought right. that, brought those places in. So the so, heroes had something to, like, actually... Protect? Okay. Protect. Right. Okay, but so we're getting off topic. Uh, we need to stick to Secret Wars with Spider-Man. Yes. And right. what happened was, is uh, between battles during Secret Wars, uh, all the heroes found that there was this machine in one of the rooms in their base that just happened to make new suits for people. They would press a button and they would get a new costume. Yep. Nifty. So Spider-Man heard about this, goes in to replace his tattered costume... <laughs> Finds the wrong machine, mm -hmm. presses a button. Yes. It happens to give him a brand new costume. Nifty. It's also an alien symbiote. He finds this out later. Yeah. <laughs> but he hits a button, bam, black costume. He didn't think to like. Nope. No, he, he was did, like. Did he see like everybody else walk out with their normal costumes? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, huh, I wonder why this happened. Oh well, sweet, new costume. Yeah. For isn't Peter didn't we establish before Peter Parker's like a genius? Yeah. Uh, yep. yes, but remember, a comic book genius scales with the times. Ah. <laughs> and necessity. Ooh. Yeah. And necessity. That's probably the biggest point. Superhero uh, IQs are based on uh, necessity, but fair. Yeah. All right. I mean, now, do you want to go into why that they, they even, like, why this was even a thing? I think that's something no, we'll probably say I, for another I, I, episode. It is, and also, there are two villains he does not have on that list that I think we need to get to. Who are they? Um... Do you want to go with the important one first or the unimportant one first? Uh, give it to me alphabetically for all I care. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
Craven the Hunter. Oh yeah. Oh, no everybody clue. forgets about Craven the Hunter. They shouldn't. He's responsible for two or three of Spider-Man's best story arcs ever. Yeah. Craven, Craven the Hunter. I, I have no clue who that is. Was he, he in a cartoon? Yes. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Really? Uh, also, Hunter who wore like a lion mane. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, kind of, he was kind of a jobber in the cartoon. Yeah, he was a total jobber in a cartoon. Yeah. Thing is, in the comics, this guy who had at that point at least no yeah. superpowers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is just a world-class hunter, a game hunter, who wants the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, you know, he's... and he decides that Spider-Man would be like the greatest prey, right? And so he doesn't just like hunt him, like, oh, I'm going to go hunt an elephant. No, he studies him. He like tries to live his life. Basically, he he figures out his schedule, everything about him. He sounds like a modern quarterman. <laughs> a modern what? Quarter. Remember um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Oh, Sean Connery's oh, character. Oh, oh, it's Quatraman. Oh, that's how you pronounce it. Oh, ah. screw me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not spelled. It's not pronounced how it's spelled. So I totally get you. Oh, we'll leave it to the British to do that. Okay, but yeah. So um, his son also uh, has appeared as Craven the Hunter the uh, Second. He sucks and has never done anything good. Didn't he have the daughter show up too at some point? Yes. The, Sony is making Craven the Hunter movie, by the way. Yeah, but basically everyone except for the original Craven sucks. Okay. In so, his family. So, so, um, but Craven Wes the Craven the Hunter, who else we got? Okay. Um, Wes Craven the Hunter. Okay, so. <laughs> Wes Craven the Hunter. Here is one of my favorite uh, Spider-Man villains, just conceptually. Bone size ready. Oh, yes. Favorite. Yes, yeah. we're finally doing no, no. it. No, no, no. Oh damn it. No, we are doing it. We're saying. I told you, we're saying that for the end. All right. No, this is my other favorite Spider-Man villain. Um, I'm going to talk about a man whose super villain name is Swarm, and I'm going to start this by telling you what he is. He is <laughs> so a dumb. Nazi made of bees. Okay, hold on. What? A second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. When you say he's a Nazi made of bees, is he a man? Or so is he a Nazi man that's made of bees, or is he a man made of Nazi bees? Because <laughs> I feel like that's super relevant. He is a man <laughs> made of bees. Um, wait, he, wait. He is a Nazi. I, I Listen, don't. I don't know if I feel qualified to call him a man anymore. He, he was one of Adolf Hitler's top scientists. Sorry. He was. Is he bringing the honey to the Fuhrer? Is that what's happening? Uh, no, no. I believe they bring the honey back to him to feed the queen. Okay. I don't know. Um, the point is, is he is a, like, at this point, 90-year-old German scientist who is literally a skeleton covered in thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bees that give him a human form. Whose idea was this? That I would love to find out. Bill Manto wow. and John Barn. I actually looked him up. So John Barn. Okay, yeah. that actually makes sense. That's... I know him. <laughs> no, <laughs> That guy is so hit or miss. You know, Holy you, shit. You know, you know what that sounds like? Um... Oh God! Remember Metal Gear Solid Three? Yeah, vaguely. The pain. The pain. That was yep. it. I can't remember. It sounds like the pain meets um, meets the, the meets like the Third Reich. Yeah, it's like it's like the pain meets like one of those like crazy. Uh, uh, oh God, what was the name of that uh, Nazi movie from Inglorious Bastards? It's like the pain meets that movie meets the B movie with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh. So what you're telling me is that in the in uh, so I guess after uh, Spider-Man Far From Home we're gonna get like you know Spider-Man like summer vacation and we're gonna have uh, we're, 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 Swarm's gonna be the bad guy played by Jerry Seinfeld. I want Tom Holland's third movie to be uh, Peter Parker's Day Off. <laughs> Peter Parker's Day Off. What? 
Is that, is that a comic or? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just want them to do a shop shot remake of Perry Fueller's Day Off with Tom Holland as Spider Man. As Spider Man, <laughs> oh I'd watch it. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the swarm sounds like it could make for a, a good weekend at Bernie's remake. Not, not for nothing, Doug. I Doug, agree. right at this second, you're kind of looking like Ed Rooney a little bit. <laughs> it, it, in the sense that I look very old, very red. What? You just look. You just look, you look, look like, like Ed the Rooney. principal. Yeah, you're like the principal. Day off. Off. Yeah, dude, that guy was arrested for pedophilia. Um, like, that does not make me feel good about myself. <laughs> All right, that's all the time we got for today, folks. Hey, good night, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's fine. We can leave it off here. Uh, no. I, I, I might see you guys next time, depending on if I'm in jail or not. I did not know that off the top of my head. Well, in all honesty, there's so much to talk about Spider-Man. There's so much that we haven't even touched on that we really need to talk about. And that's considering that we talked about Nazi bees. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably be coming back and taking a second stab at doing a part two of this. So we could probably call this part one and end it off on a... We could, but we also could have said take a second sting at it. And I'm disappointed. Oh, spider sting. Uh, spider sting. Spider stings. Uh, yeah, do you know what does? Oh, no. Bees. Yeah, Nazi bees. <laughs> oh. Do, oh, do I have God. to reiterate? Good night, everybody. Oh, Nazi no. bees. Good night, but Nazi bees. <laughs>
slashes instead of spaces there. And this Enzik music is Miami Nights, the extended theme, also by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com, I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, again, creativecommons.org slash license slash buy slash 3.0 slash Please don't sue us if I screw that up.